0: Welcome to the Let's Think About It podcast, where we embark on a journey of thoughtfulness and personal growth. I'm your host, Coach Mo, and I'm here to guide you through thought-provoking discussions that will inspire you to unlock your full potential. In each episode, we'll explore a wide range of topics from self-discovery and mindfulness to goal-setting and achieving success. Together, we'll challenge conventional thinking and dive deep into the realms of possibility. Whether you're looking to find clarity in your personal or professional life, or seeking strategies to overcome obstacles, this podcast is your go-to source for insightful conversations and practical advice. So find a comfortable spot, shield, and let's embark on this journey of self-improvement together. Remember, the power of transformation lies within you, and together, we'll uncover the tools and insights you need to make it happen. So let's dive in. Today, I'm going to discuss what's limiting your motivation to be the best version of yourself. And I'm going to point out four key areas that may be limiting you and creating this type of judgment that's keeping you from becoming the best version of yourself. Number one, limiting beliefs. Number two, interpretations. Number three, assumptions. And number four, the gremlins, that chirpy little voice that keeps you small. So let's jump right into it limiting beliefs this is the first area that really gets the best of us limiting beliefs are deeply ingrained thoughts convictions stereotypes perceptions that constrain us in in some way or another they typically are developed early in our life based on our experiences of bringing just certain viewpoints of the past and these limiting beliefs create self-imposed barriers and restrict our potential from, from our growth, success, or happiness. So think of it like this. Actually, I'm going to share a story in how a limiting belief affected me as I became an adult. I'm going to go back to the years of when I went off to college. One limiting belief that I had was I needed to hide my successes from my family or my hometown friends so that i can maintain certain relationships and i didn't want them to think i was better than them so i hid certain successes that i had because when i would come home from college i didn't want to be viewed as oh he's better than me so i limited sharing any successes so that i can maintain relationships and just fit in so that i didn't have the perspective of, you know, my friends, family thinking I'm better than them because I was the first to go away to college amongst the people in my family. So that's a limiting belief in how I carry that, right? And that that was a viewpoint of how I saw my world at that young age hiding my successes, okay? The next thing I'm going to tap into is interpretations. Well, interpretations are the stories that we tell ourselves that shape our attitude, our emotions, our behaviors, influencing how we interact with others and navigate in our environments. So let's let's look at the same scenario, right? The same scenario about me. I'm going to college and going home to visit friends and families. What was the story, the interpretation that I was telling myself in that realm? The story that I had in my head was I can't share my accolades because I will be bragging. I would be viewed as I'm better than them. And if I was viewed that way around my hometown friends and my family, they would have envy towards me. And I didn't want that. So, The story was never to share your accolades with your friends and family because they're not going to like me and they're going to hate on me because I'm coming across as I'm thinking I'm better than them. That was the story. Crazy, right? But I lived by that story. And to the point where you become hesitant, I became hesitant in sharing accolades and successes that even typically carried over into interviews into you know, talking about my my business and marketing myself, just a little bit of a hesitancy in how I show up to share my achievements and compliments accomplishments. So that's how I kind of carry this story. That's what interpretation does. That's how it starts to limit us. The third thing I'm going to talk about is assumptions, okay? Assumptions are beliefs in that because something happened in the past, It would occur again. We heavily rely on the past. And when things don't go well, it's easier to predict that it would happen again. Fear is highly present because the fear shows up trying to protect us from embarrassment, guilt, fault, or disappointment. So think about this. We have certain experiences, certain experiences that may be negative, not favorable. And we carry that with us. We carry that. And when something that we feel is a direct alignment of a certain experience that we've had in the past, it's easy to project that it would happen again. And if we're projecting that it would happen again, we limit ourselves from moving forward to being motivated. Fear typically exists in assumptions because the experience that was bad in the past, the fear is trying to protect us from that disappointment happening in the future. It would show up like caution. And it's all because of some experience in the past, and we're projecting that it would happen in the future. Another example, tying it to to my same scenario, the assumption that when I shared certain successes, I didn't get a favorable response. It was just like, yeah, right. Anyway, when I share those experiences with family and friends, right? And so because of that particular experience, I'm projecting that that's the same outcome that I would have any time of success that I wanted to share with my family. That's how I would come across. So I I wouldn't share it because I'm assuming that if I share one of my college successes, they're not going to rally behind me anyway. So why even share it? That's an assumption. And the thing about assumptions is it hasn't happened yet. So it's easy to try to predict what that outcome is going to be before it actually even happens, but it hasn't happened yet. And that's the crazy thing, right? We have to live in the moment because the past has already happened and the future isn't here yet. All there is, is right now. And the things that we do right now is what contributes to our tomorrow. And the the assumptions is what potentially limits us from a productive, highly effective tomorrow. And lastly, the gremlin. I call this the negative inner voice chatter. Think of it like this. The limiting beliefs, the interpretations, and the assumptions all kind of combine with this voice, this voice that's constantly chirping negatively. In your head and it's trying to keep you small. It's the constant chirping that makes the worrisome and make you play small. Yeah, that's what it is. It makes you play small. It's, it's just this constant chirp, chirp, chirpy, chirpy. And here's what it sounds. It's like, I'm not good enough to apply for that job. If I ask that question, people will think I'm dumb. I'm an idiot for thinking I would change their point of view. Why waste my time trying? I'm going to get the same disappointing results anyway. People must think I'm weird or something. Hate the way I look, right? When you're thinking that, Gremlin's present. It's chirping. It's the negative chirping of what I'm talking about. So let's recap really quick. Limiting beliefs, right? These are those ingrained thoughts, convictions, stereotypes that we carry around. Interpretations is the story that we constantly are telling ourselves that shape our attitudes, our emotions, and our behaviors. Then there's the assumptions. The assumptions are these beliefs because something happened in the past, we're thinking it's going to happen in the the future, and it's going to happen again. And then the negative inner voice chatter, the gremlin, it's the combination of limiting beliefs, interpretations, assumptions, with a voice attached to it that's consistently chirping in our head, right? So the, the real question is, how do we overcome this? How do we overcome these types of judgments? Well, there's three steps to overcome these adjustments. First is is creating awareness. That's number one, creating awareness, awareness from the moments of experiencing the emotions of fear worry doubt disappointment anger insecurity sadness lack of trust or any other similar emotions when you're feeling that in those moments a limiting belief an interpretation an assumption and or gremlin is present so that's the trigger right to improve your awareness around when these judgments are present it's a down draining type emotion that you're experiencing. And that emotion can be fear, worry, doubt, disappointment, anger, insecurity, sadness. Any of those types of emotions is the trigger that one of these judgments are present. Number two, acknowledge the emotion and understand it's okay to feel that emotion. Then ask yourself, how are you going to move past the emotion to a better state of being like non-judgment optimism confidence inner peace win-win perspective joy self-truth so number one remember acknowledge the awareness that a draining type emotion is present and how you acknowledge that it's present is the feeling that you have a worrisome worriedness um fear doubt insecurity low trust any of that when you're feeling that That means a judgment is present, okay? Then the second thing is to acknowledge it. And it's okay that you feel that way because it is your emotion. But then ask yourself, how are you gonna move past that emotion into a better state? And that better state is a non-judgment, confidence, inner peace, win-win perspective, joy, and self-truth for yourself. So think of that. And then finally, step number three, when you are able to do those, those first two things, Step three is to implement a gratitude presence. Indulge in gratitude thoughts consistently. Start with playing mind games with with gratitude. And what I mean by that is we all go to the restroom. I love sharing this with my clients. We all go to the restroom. Each time you go to the restroom, have a gratitude thought. Gratitude thoughts take literally less than three seconds to have. So teach your mind, play games with your mind, going into the restroom, you got to have a gratitude thought. Create the awareness around that. Or if you're driving, every time you come to a stoplight, you've got to have a gratitude thought. Or if you go into the, into the kitchen, got to have a gratitude thought. Manipulate your mind to create more action around gratitude. So then what starts to happen is you have the gremlin who's chirping, always chirping this negativity, the positive thoughts offsets the negative chirping but you need to build more of that consistently and so that's the manipulating your mind with creating gratitude presence and that's just examples of what i shared and how you can create these gratitude thoughts and you do it consistently. You can also uh listen to music, go and walk, um, play with your pets, whatever it is that works for you that generate that gener- generates uh gratitude for yourself. So start there with these three Steps can really start to help align you and increase your motivation for whatever it is. And you apply the motivation because in all different areas of our lives, we have different levels of motivation. In some areas of our life, we may not be as motivated in other areas. And these three steps are, are ways that you can start to increase motivation in any areas of your life. But it starts with acknowledging and identifying those limiting beliefs, those interpretations, these those, those assumptions, and those uh, gremlins, that negative inner chatter, voice chatter that's consistently chirping in your ear. So there you have it. Get with me anytime. Hope this was helpful. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Let's Think About It. Your time and attention are greatly appreciated. If you found value in today's discussion, I encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, the journey of self-improvement is ongoing, and I'm here to support you every step of the way. Connect with me on social media for updates and insights. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at CoachMoCoaching.com or LinkedIn at Maurice Mabry, or visit my website at mauricemabry.com for exclusive content. Until next time, keep reflecting, keep growing, and most importantly, keep believing in yourself. Remember, the most effective way to do it is to do it. Together, we're making incredible strides toward a better and more empowered you. So thank you. And I'll see you in our next episode.